Hi everyone, welcome back for another blessful episode of Encouragement Daily's podcast show. I'm your host, Timothy Bell. Thanks for joining in this week for episode 173. This week's message is confirming one's calling and election. Hello, hello. Welcome everyone. Thank you. Thank you for joining me for another blessful episode of Encouragement Daily's podcast show. This week, uh, we will be going over some things uh, concerning calling, concerning your receiveth of an assignment unto that of the kingdom of God. We hear about it a lot. Um, we even wonder to ourselves, what is it like to 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 have that sense of a calling placed on your life? And what is it? You know, how do you know that you have a calling on your life? Uh, you know, these different things like that. Now, I'm not going to really get into all the technical parts of that as they would, you know, per se. But in the content uh, for today's message, there are some scriptures that touch on a few things. Uh, but, you know, we'll get into that once we get into the message. Once again, I want to welcome everybody. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedules to be receivers of this week's message. And I thank you to those who have been following along, have become, uh, you have subscribed to me, you have become uh, to be a steady uh, member of our audience. I appreciate that very much uh, from, from the depths of my heart. And thank you, my spirit is in joyfulness uh, because of your decision to be continuously receiveth of the encouragement devotionals that come forth from that of the word of God. And keep in mind that this is from the Word of God. The, the, the messages, the content of the message, the meat and bone of the messages that come forth are from the Word of God. And I also give you scripture numbers, you know, as to where you will find what I bring forth to you. So that you can go back and for your own self be able to read what I am bringing forth to you. Now, of course, the introduction, you know, which what I'm bringing forth to you now is words that have been laid upon my heart to speak. And I'm very serious about that. Um, I, I, I'm very serious about that because I, I, I do what is possibly best uh, to bring forth to you that what I know is in my spirit to speak and not just to just ramble on about things that, you know, we tend to would do. In that of our flesh. Um, I try to be very careful about that. I really do. And I take it very seriously. So just to let you know that. So uh, just to go ahead and get that out of the way. Uh, you know as we're moving forth. Uh, this this week has been. <laughs> my weeks are always interesting. I'm not going to even lie. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I, I, I think that. Um. <laughs> well, I don't think I know. I know that I'm being tested a lot of the times uh, on how I'm going to respond and, and what I'm going to do um, and moving forth. Because I tell you, the things that <laughs> that I'm, I'm confronted with, the situations that I find myself uh, 
becoming a part of, in the midst of. I can't make this stuff up. You feel what I'm saying? I I, I can't I can't make it up. I cannot make it up. Um, <laughs> and and I have a good imagination. I'm gonna tell you right now, man. I I have a good imagination. I I have a very creative mind thought. Um, but I'm telling you, the things that I have experienced, and I'm pretty sure that I will keep experiencing. Nah. I I I know that I I could not make these things up, man. But um, I'm not going to get into detail. So um, that <laughs> my weekend, I you know I'm just going to say, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm just going to far go to far as to say it. Just you know, my week has been interesting as it always has been. Uh, you know, my weeks that as they come each and every day are interesting. But, you know, I go into each day uh, with an open mind. I go into each day being thankful for uh, life to witness that day uh, and, and, and to uh, witness the fullness of that day, to make it through the full day uh, intact, unharmed, sound mind, you know, whole body, mind, and soul, spirit, you know, and health and everything. Now, I feel that when you do that, uh, it just makes things a lot easier for you. It makes things a lot easier to be able to take on the day and what the day is going to bring. When you when you 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 have to set your mindset. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, let me say that again. You have to set your mindset, meaning that when you get up in the morning. You have to, you, you basically have to set your day. And the first thing, and I say this a lot, and I know that if you, if you've been listening to the podcast, you'll hear me say this on and off. Be thankful that you woke up that day. That's the first thing of all things to be thankful for. You feel what I'm saying? Because that's the first blessing of the day. And it may be the only blessing that you'll receive that day. You feel what I'm saying? Because, you know, you may, nothing else may go right for you that day. Not speaking it on you, no, you know, I'm not, I'm not cursing you, but I'm, I'm just, it's a fact. You may not have any other blessings bestowed upon you that day, but the one blessing that you can truly say that you have received, and, and hear me when I say this now, it was bestowed upon you, but you need to receive it completely, and that's the blessing of life. You say, well, bro, I don't get that. You know, you know, we, we, we have life every day. Uh, no. People die in their sleep. People pass away in their sleep. Totally healthy. Nothing wrong with them. I know you hear about elderly people passing away in their sleep and everything. You say, you know, well, that's a nice way to go. You know, I wouldn't mind going that way in my sleep because, you know, painless and everything. And you go on and on and on. And, and But, you know, we can always think that, uh, you know, it's mostly elderly people that that happen to. That's, not necessarily. Okay. But I'm not going to get on that. I'm not. That's a whole nother topic. And that's not really for me to cover. But my point of what I'm meaning by blessings is that. If you are blessed to wake up. To witness a new day. So with that receive it. Be thankful for it. Have gratitude unto God for it. And use it. Use it. Do something with that day. 
You feel what I'm saying? Try to get a step closer. You know, if you got a business that you're starting that God has laid upon your heart to start, has given you a vision, okay, work on that. You know, and you don't have to, you know, you say, well, bro, you know, man, I get I, I get stressed out sometimes. You know, I'll be sitting there thinking about, okay, how I'm going to do this when I'm going to make this move concerning the business. And I, you know, sometimes I just get so stressed out that I don't, I don't want to think about the business. I don't want to do anything concerning the business. So I get scared or I'm nervous. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something that I've told people in the past. When God has blessed you to start a business, when he has given you a vision, when he has given you a glimpse of what it is that you're able to do or what he's bestowing upon you and that of a blessing to do. You're going to be nervous at first because you're going to be like, wait a minute, hold on. I Because nine, ten out of nine, nine, nine is is in a moment where you think that this is not a good time to start a business. But see, you have to understand, God knows us. God, Our life unto God, our Heavenly Father, is an open book. So he knows beginning to end. He knows. Okay? Everything in between. So when you have that bestowed upon you, go ahead and receive it. Give thanks. Praise God. Be grateful. Then ask God to guide you. And see, when you ask, you're being humble and, and you're receiving it. And then secondly, in your humbleness and in your meekness, you're, you're bowing down to that of his authority, to that of his wisdom, his knowledge, and seeking his guidance. That's going to make you even more blessed because now he's going to be so willing to give you guidance. He's going to be so willing to reveal to you what you need to do. Instead of you going along thinking that you got it all together, oh, you know, yeah, God don't give me a vision and, you know, I'm going to go do this that way. And then you're going to run out there and run into a wall somewhere. <laughs> you're going to be like, wait a minute, whoa, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, because you ain't take the time to do things the right way. Yeah, we, all, we all do it. I mean, you know, let me just go ahead and put that out there. We we do it. We make mistakes. Okay? Even with God's guidance, sometimes we make mistakes because we'll step a little bit out of the, you know, out of that guidance zone and, and you know, put self in the equation. And next thing you know, we're like, whoa, what, what, what just happened? So we, we do it. We all do it some kind of way, a little bit, big, you know, whatever. We do it. But my whole point of bringing that up is this. What I tell people to do is just set aside five minutes of your day. Five minutes. And, and I know you think, well, that's, that don't sound like that's enough. It's enough. Because, see, sometimes we'll start out and we're overwhelmed. And, and, you know, and sometimes, like I said, you know, God will reveal to you, you know, a new business idea or strategy on a business. And sometimes it'll be right in the midst of when you got some things going on and you don't, and, and within yourself, you don't think it's a good time. Okay. So that's why I say the best thing to do is to sit back and write down everything that God just showed you. Write it down so you can have it in front of you. Every detail that you can remember that was revealed to you, write it down. Okay. Once you do that, then I want you to sit. Each and every day from that day moving forward. Now, that day that is revealed to you, don't worry about nothing. Don't try to do nothing that day. Just write down. Just try to remember what it was he revealed to you, whether it be in a dream or someone, you know, spoke it to you, prophesied to you or whatever. Just write it down. Okay, so you can have it right there in black and white, right in front of you. 
and, and put it in a safe place so you can go back to it. And then that rest of that day, don't do nothing. Don't do nothing the rest of that day. And later that day, you know, just pray about it. You know, just pray on it. Have that with you and just pray on it. You know, asking God for guidance and say, you know, hey, uh, God, thank you, Heavenly Father, for that you have revealed unto me uh, a business or you revealed to me a ministry, you know, whatever. Um, and, you know, I ask, I humbly uh, and meekly seek your guidance concerning this as to what to do and which direction, you know, bless me that I will be open and attentive to see what it is that you are showing me and to be in discerning to know that you are showing it to me and how to use it. Okay, that's all you got to do. Okay, that's it for day one. Day two. Day two. Now, day two is, is important. It's just as important as day one. And the reason being because day two is when you're going to really actually begin to step out there. Okay. Day two, the next thing you want to do, look at the business and say, okay, in order to start a business, the things you're going to need to do is you're going to need to find out, okay, what's entailed with this business? What's entailed with it? Okay. You know, so as you have prayed, God going to show you some stuff what's entailed with it and everything, you know. And this is the thing that, this is the thing that get me because a lot of time when God revealed to you about a business, it's something you already doing. It's something you already doing. It's something you got in your spirit to do, but you just ain't releasing it. You just not haven't allowed it to shine and come forth. You may be good at baking pies or cakes or muffins or cupcakes or, you know, or, 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 um, uh, breads uh, you might be good at cooking or you might be good at sewing or you're good at drawing you're good at cutting you you're good at teaching you're good at uh writing you you're good at some things and you don't really you, you you're not understanding that those things are not just talents but they are gifts to you to be used whether it be business or ministry okay but we don't we don't think about that we don't we don't think about it. We don't think about it. Okay, but this is what I want you to do. With the business idea, with the vision that God has given you on day two, you want to look at what you wrote down and you want to see how that coincides with what it is that you're already doing. Okay? What you're already doing, whether it be a hobby, you know, you do it every now and then, just something to relax, whatever. And you be like, and, and I'm telling you what's gonna happen. You're gonna be like, wait a minute. I'm already doing that. Or you're going to say, I've had that on my heart to do. I've had that in my spirit to do. Well, God knows that. And so now what God is telling you is that stop having it on the in, in, in the back of your mind. In other words, as we say, on the back burner. Stop that. It's time to bring that thing up and go ahead and, you know, turn the heat up on it a little bit and go ahead and let that thing go ahead and cook. You know, and so and start manifesting and do something with it. That's basically what God is saying to you. Okay, so when you see that, then what you're going to do is take five minutes out of that day to work on that business. It can be thinking about what kind of name you're going to, you know, name the business. It can be thinking about exactly the services or products, you know, narrowing that down to something, you know, that's going to really sell. Uh, it could be uh, organizing or finding space, it, you know, but you want to keep it geared to the initial things that are needed to start the business. 
And people don't really know where to start sometimes. They don't. They they really don't know where to start. They just think, oh, you know, let me tell everybody that I'm doing this and doing that. And, you know, and they just start. They don't think about whether or not they need a business license. They don't think about whether or not they, you know, they got to have, you know, pay fees for something. They don't know if they need certificates. They don't know if they should get business cards. They don't, they don't know none of that stuff. Well, that's where research comes in. Okay, so that might be something you might want to think about for that five minutes of that day. Research. What do I need to do in order to have this as a business legally? And I'm going to tell you this. With any business legally, you do need to have a business license. Okay, so the first thing you're going to want to do is you want to go to the state, or whichever state you're in. And you want to find out. You want to look for that name. You know, you come up with a name. Come up with a name, go to the state, look for that name. You do a name search, you can do that. You do a name search. And it's going to pop up with a list. And that list could be small, could be long, depending. Um, yet Your name that you chose to name your business could be on that list. And it could not be. It could be there, but it could have some things added to it. Or it may not have some things added to it. If you do not see the name that you're thinking about naming your business, on that list, if you don't see it at all, at all, and it's usually, uh, as I said, alph alphabetically uh, order, you know, in order. So if your business name starts with, say, a C, and you're looking through and you see A's, you go down, you go down, you get to the C's, and you're going to through all the C's, but you don't see your business. You don't see the name that you're thinking about at all. That means that nobody has that name. Okay, perfect time for you to go ahead and <laughs> snatch that name. You feel what I'm saying? And there's several things that you got to do. One, you have to determine, okay, is this going to be a sole proprietor? This is going to be just, you know, you. You ain't got nothing else. You know whether you want to be the sole proprietor, whether you want to be an LLC, whether you want to be an S Corp, whether you want to be C Corp, B Corp, nonprofit, for profit. You know, that's what you, you, those are things that you got to figure out. Okay, if it's just a regular business, I would say probably go with the LLC. Okay. Look and see, go in the LLC, look and see, you know, make sure your name is not, you know, not taken and then see what the fee is. Go ahead and pay the fee. Now, this is the thing. Determine on what business address, because it's going to ask you that. It's going to ask you about business address and all the information for the business. Now, don't panic and say, oh, man, I don't have no address. I don't, I don't know. You know, I, you can have a home business out of your home. You can. Okay. So do this. Determine on that. Yeah, I'm going to run this out of home. So you can use your address as the business address. Okay. So you go ahead and do that. Then what you need to do is you need to check with your state, your local state government. I mean, not your local state government, but your uh, city government and your county government. But go to the city first and call them up and say, hey, you know, I'm interested in applying for an occupational license. They're going to say, OK, uh, they're going to ask you for your address, where you're at, because depending on where you're at in the city, you may fall on a county line or you may fall outside of the city. Now, check this out. 
if you're in the city, then most likely, depending on your business and everything and the way the city is set up, they may say, oh, uh, yeah, you know, you're going to need to file for a city, you know, city occupation license. It's going to be this amount. And it could range anywhere from 15 to 20, maybe 50 bucks. Okay. So you, if you do have to do that, then go ahead and pay for it. Fill out that application, do whatever, and go ahead and pay for it. Okay. Usually you can do that online. Okay. Go ahead and do that. Now, once you do for the city, go to the county and do the process all over again. Tell them that you want to get occupational license. Let them know what it is. They're going to probably redirect you to, oh, you can go do it online. They're going to tell you how much the fee is. Yeah, so and so and so. Now, let's go back to the city part. Sometimes, depending on what city you're in and depending on where your address and where everything falls, you may not have to get a city license. You may not have to get an occupational license from the city. You may have to only get it for the county. Hey, that's a win-win. So you could do if that's the case, they say, oh well, we we don't require occupational license. And if they say that, then you what you want to do is jot that down, jot down who you talk to, the date you talk to them, the time you talk to them, and you know, and of course what they said. That way you got proof that you know you talked to that person and they said this so and so and so. Okay, document proof. Move on to the county, do the same thing. See, you know, what you gotta do and everything, do it, pay for it, it's great. Now you got state and you may or may not have to have city. And then now you got county. So you're set. Now, the next thing you need to do is go and get your EIN number. That's a number that, you know, the RRS identifies your business by for tax purposes. Then also, vendors use that number also. Okay? Then you get that. Now, you got that taken care of. You need to get you a bank account. Okay? But you're going to need to have that EIN. You're going to need to have your Florida... Uh, certificate of business you're going to you know uh whatever state you're in whether it's florida georgia whatever you're going to need to have that state certificate showing that you register with the state you're going to need to have that city license if you know it applies to you and you're going to need to have that county license and then you're going to need to have your ein you're going to need to have those things before you go to the bank to open up a bank account because the bank is going to ask for those things they're going to ask for your EIN number. They're going to ask for your licenses and everything. You can't just walk into a bank and open up a business account and not have that because they're going to want to know. They need that information. Okay? They need it. And the way things are now uh, in the world, the, uh, the government is trying to identify everyone when it comes to finances because they want to make sure that you're not trying to set up some kind of entity that's going to be funding funds through, funneling funds through for terrorist activity. So, you need that documentation. Once you obtain all those documents, then you go set up your business account. Some banks, you don't have to put in no money. You know, you can open a bank account with nothing. Okay? And as long as you put funds in there within a week, you're, you're set. Okay? I know SunTrust used to do that. Uh, SunTrust has switched over to, they've merged with BBT. They've become Truist. Uh, I believe they're probably still set like that. I know... Uh, Capital One, you know, everybody knows Capital One, the credit card. They have, you know, they have a Capital One bank. Uh, you can open up a bank account with them with no funds. It's a lot of banks out there that you can do that. And most people are opening up, you know, uh, accounts on these online banks, 
you know, because they're a little bit better and everything. If you feel comfortable with that, you don't have a problem with not actually having a brick and mortar location to walk into, then, you know, go that route. That's up to you. I personally would say go the brick and mortar first. Then you might can transition over to a online bank or have that as a second account. But I would do, if it was me starting out, I would do the brick and mortar first. Um, and I would try to do with a credit union versus a bank because credit unions do give more uh, benefits. They do have more benefits, better benefits. Okay, so now I'm not a, not, let me give you a disclaimer. I am not a business strategist. I am not a professional. I am not uh, licensed to, you know, business, none of that stuff. All right. Uh, just things that I have learned over time myself going through those same procedures and i'm just sharing it with you okay but you know disclaimer i'm not licensed to give you business advice i am not uh, uh, uh a business strategist i am not no professor nothing like that in that i'm just sharing with you what i have had to go through and what information i have received and i'm sharing that with you okay that's my disclaimer now moving on Brothers and sisters, it is important that you know your calling. It is important that you know your place in that of the kingdom of God. Uh, that's really what this whole message, this episode is about. And I'm going to get into the uh, scripture. I'm going to get into the content scripture here in a minute. Uh, but it is important. And see, a lot of us, we think that, you know, growing up, and I know I did growing up, I didn't even think about I, it wasn't even on my mind that uh, there were other, how do you say, uh, positions or places in that of, uh, uh, of the church concerning uh, callings or concerning ministry. I didn't really, I didn't really start understanding it until as I started going to church more and then also as I started participating in church. And when I say participating, I mean joining, becoming, a you know, becoming not just a member, uh, you know, a, a permanent part of the congregation, but also becoming um, part of one of the ministries within the church. Um, and, and I did that. And that was with the sound, you know, uh, sound and sound uh, ministry at that time was a sound ministry. And I became uh, a member of that. And quickly and they say, I know I want to be in the head. You know, I wound, up being, I wound up being the leader of the sound ministry. And then later on, it wound up being sound and media ministry and that I was the leader of. Uh, so having people under you, I mean, I had to adjust and adapt quick. And I'm thankful because my experience of being in management in that of the, the working field, you know, uh, in that of the jobs that I've had, and you know, previously uh, helped me to be able to, you know, transition into being a leader. Um, but I'm going to tell you something, even having that prior experience, like in management where you have leadership over people, you're in a different arena. Okay. Uh, you're, 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 you're in that of the arena of God. You're in that of the, 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 the body of Christ. And, and, you know, where with the working, you're in that of the, 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 the arena of the world. You're in the worldly society. So things are different. So you have to have that transition. But now still now the experience and some of the knowledge can still be used. 
Okay, some of the structure can still be used in some ways, but it's it's you transitioning into a total different platform. Okay, now use it in that way. I'm gonna say platform, but uh, you're transitioning, you know, from a worldly society into that of a spiritualness. Um, so it, it it's a little different, but you still can use some of the same uh, uh, some of the same format, some of the same discipline. Okay. Um, and so I did that and, and I'm thankful for those that, um, I allowed myself to open up to and listen and get guidance and, and have understanding. I'm thankful for them. And even from those that I might've butt heads with, uh, while I was in that position and, and I, I butt heads, you know, and it's going to happen. It's, it's going to happen. I don't care how well you, you know, you may flow with someone or get along with someone or fellowship well with someone. It's going to be some times when you're going to butt heads with them. And one thing that's good is having humbleness, humbleness and that of, of, of meekness to be able to have an understanding that, okay, even though y'all might be on the same level and position shit, whether, you know, that person's a leader and you're a leader or whether that person might be a little bit over you, uh, but still, you know, even if you're equal, you know, having that, that humbleness. You understand what I'm saying? That humbleness and meekness and, and, and being able to see beyond what is causing you to bump heads with that person and be able to see what God sees in that person. That helps you. You understand? Because when you do that, now you're seeing that person through that of the eyes of Christ and you're being able to love on them and receive love from them uh, and work and fellowship with them truthfully because now you're flowing in what Christ, you know, the love of Christ. Okay? And you're not flowing in that what you see with the physicalness of your eyes, the flesh. And that's something I had to learn. And once I learned it, it helped me to be able to humble myself. I, I wind up humbling myself a lot more. And, and that's when I realized that there's more, that there's, that there's multiple levels to humbleness. You know, everybody thinks it's just humble. Oh, you know, okay, I'm humble. So now I, I don't reach it. I'm good. I'm humble now. No, it's levels. I'm trust me when I tell you there's multiple levels of humbleness. And I have learned this. Um, in my church, I, I I was rooted with my church for over ten years. Um, I just recently, a few years ago, uh, and as far as I'm concerned, I'm still a part of that church. I'm still a member of that church, um, and I, I'll put this out there: I have not attended that church in a little while. Um, I've had some family issues come up, um, where I've had some passings in the family and I've had some other issues come up where I've had to go and be a, and be with that family member or family members uh, for a little while to kind of help them through whatever transition they were going through at the time. And so I pretty much, wherever it seems that I was calling that on my spirit, I went. And that's pretty much what I'm still doing. Uh, so right now I'm at a moment to where I am acting upon what God has laid upon my heart to do. And I have started a nonprofit. And so I'm in the process of working on getting that nonprofit up and running. I am laid the foundation and I'm continuously laying the foundation to go ahead and begin structuring that nonprofit. And I will say this to anyone if you're interested and if you have God has laid on your heart to do anything concerning a nonprofit, anything concerning that type of ministering. Don't hold back and don't be afraid. That's the first thing I want to say. Don't be afraid. Um, I've been around people who run nonprofits. Uh, my ex-wife, uncle, 
own a nonprofit along with a business partner. And so I've had workings and doings with it. Um, I've never worked alongside. I worked alongside one nonprofit. That just happened to be his. But anyone outside of that a family, I have not other than the church. And you consider the church as a nonprofit. So uh, I have some experience on what it is inside of that of a faithfulness nonprofit, you know, to know how that flows. Okay. Uh, but anything outside of those two experiences, I, I haven't had an opportunity. And there's so many different nonprofits out there. There's so many organizations out there that work under that type of um, status, that type of category. Um, but I will say to you, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I would say arm yourself with knowledge. That's a, one of the best things you could do for yourself is arm yourself with with knowledge latch on to someone that knows you know that 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 uh either already has a nonprofit up and running or they've worked with nonprofits and they have a good enter you know enter uh enter knowledge you know of how the network is of nonprofit latch on to them and learn as much as you possibly can and I know you can say, well, you know, their nonprofit is not the same as what I want uh, my nonprofit to be. It does not matter. Still, the experience of working alongside someone or working in a nonprofit was, you know, you actually work for them or you volunteer work for them. It still will help you in your structuring and everything and knowing how to do because you still will still have to do certain things concerning licenses and getting certificates and paying fees. Uh you know, you may have to word some things a little different, but it's still kind of almost the same process. Okay, once again, disclaimer, I am not <laughs> a lawyer with nonprofits. I am not someone that sets up nonprofit. I am not someone that can give advice on this, that, nothing. No, legal, no, I am not that one. I can only speak on my experience and share that with you. Okay, disclaimer. Um. But I, that's what I would say to you is latch on to someone that, you know, you can shadow. Uh, I've had this told to me more than one time. Um, and I have not done that completely yet. I have not latched on to anyone completely yet. And my reasoning for that is I've been so busy going back and forth that to be truthfully honest with you, um, I haven't really had time to latch on to anyone to shadow one particular nonprofit or one particular per person. Um, when I got information from someone that I reached out to that just happened to be sitting next to me in a library and I happened to overhear a conversation and I reached out to that person and they gave me some, they emailed me some information. Uh, I still haven't reached out to that person. Uh, and the reason I haven't because I wind up going somewhere else uh, getting involved in something else. And so, you know, everything kind of shifted and I didn't get a chance to um, reach out to that person because my whole attention uh, on what I need to be paying attention to shifted. And that's where I'm at now, you know, trying to uh, get everything in order and put things together. And it's challenging. And it's very challenging when you're the only one that's doing it. I do have someone that, uh, I do have two other people that are, uh, directors, um, one has his own business that he is running and very much busy. So it's, 
I've had I have a window to where <clears throat> excuse me, I have an opportunity to uh work with them and do what I need to do and get what I need from this person to help me go ahead and finish uh a certain part of laying the foundation for the, the, the nonprofit. So I've been working on that and trying to go ahead and get that situated uh because I know once uh I'm I'm reaching into a time window where I'm getting ready to uh move forward and, and, and my, my, my focus is getting ready to be shift. So I need to make sure that what I need from that person and what I need that person to do and also what they need me to do in order for this to get, you know, to get going and for the foundation for that particular part of the nonprofit to get laid and be done, that I got to work quickly and I got to take advantage of the time given and allowed to me now. So that's where I'm at. Um, and then also looking for other people to become a part of the nonprofit. And that's where prayer comes in. Trust me. That's where prayer comes in, uh, asking God to send people your way, asking God to help you to be attentive to people that you may meet and encounter uh, and to be able to be aware as to whether or not those people are right, like, like-minded, like-minded, uh, like you are and have the same desires to see some things taking place in that of the communities, you know, around the world. Uh, so that's what you want to be attentive to. Uh, my nonprofit is a faith-based nonprofit, and it is being structured to take care of two things right now. One is to make everyone aware of the refuge of God, the vastness and the strength and ever-growing refuge of that of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, our Heavenly Father, our God. Okay. Um, secondly to help stabilize the homeless community. And when I say stabilize, I mean uh, help provide uh, a stable structure of living, uh, you know, living spaces that will help them to be able to uh, build a foundation to stabilizing their lives once again. Uh, I have, I have uh, a plan that truthfully to be honest with you <laughs> um due to the fact of the things that i've been encountering encountering that plan has constantly shifted and has been changed and has been you know maneuvered and has been re redone and redistant revamped and all those things like that but i am looking at doing a community a small little community little neighborhood area of little tiny homes uh, for the homeless and my gearing for the homeless is for children and families. Uh, that's my nonprofit. That's, that's what I'm gearing up to do. And it's moving forward. It's moving forward. Uh, there's things that have taken place, um, that I thought should have taken, that should take place later, but I'm actually have the window has opened for me to do it. So I'm like, let, let me go ahead and do it while the window is there for me to go ahead and do it. Um, it's, it has been challenging. I'm not going to lie to you. It has been challenging. And I'm going to be honest with you, my brothers and sisters, when I tell you and I have said to you earlier about take it a step at a time and each day moving forward, once God has revealed to you what it is, uh, he is needing of you to do, um, whether it be ministry or business, 
And let me, let me make this clear. Even if God gives you a vision about starting a business, that business still is wind up being a ministry in some regrets. Okay, and in some aspects, let me use that word, aspect, not regrets, aspects. In some aspects, that business is still, uh, it's still winding up, it's still going to wind up being a ministry. Okay, it just won't have the status of a ministry like you would have like a church or uh, a faith-based nonprofit. But uh, it's still, as you get it started up and getting running, you will start noticing that that is what God has really wanted you to do because you will be ministering to people through that business. And it may not seem that way yet, but as you get it going and get, and, you know, and things start, start moving and start taking development, you'll see it. And, and, and you, you know, you'll see it and you'll sense it in your heart. You'll be like, wow, this is great. And you would just never thought, you know, but your business, it, it can be a ministry. It just may not be classified in that way. Uh, it may not be structured in that way as you were thinking. Like, because everybody, when you say ministry, people think about church. And you don't necessarily have to have a church to have a ministry. Uh, and I think that's what a lot of people get caught up in thinking. But no, you don't. Uh, but I'm not going to get too much in the detail. I'm not going to go further more in detail in these things. Uh, I will say this to you if you would like to know more. Uh, concerning the you know the subject uh, that I just got finished talking about, you can also re you can reach out to me via email. That email is encouragementdailyblog at gmail dot com. That's encouragementdailyblog at gmail dot com. Okay, so you can reach out you know to me through that email, uh, and make sure you put in your title, uh, <clears throat> put in the title the subject as being. Uh, you can you can put the title as being calling, or you can say uh, business vis vision or ministry vision. Any one of those three: ministry vision, uh, business vision, or you can just say calling. Um, and that will let me know what you know your email is con is concerning. Um, and I I will see that those emails, and I will respond to you uh, accordingly. Uh, if needed okay um and moving forth my brothers and sisters um as i said each week for me is always interesting every day is interesting for me because you know you just really never know what you're going to face and, and and that's why it's good to start your day off with uh with prayer uh speak over your day speak health into your body your mind and spirit you know that you're going to be positive that you're going to stay focused um, and, and, and when you have yourself in that whole mindset, that's why I say you have to set your mindset, you know, and I know people like set your mindset, what you, you do, you know, and some of y'all get that you, you get what I'm saying. You really do have to set, you really do have to allow yourself to be in a certain mindset and a certain peacefulness and a certain sanctuariness within that of yourself. Okay. So that when you go out and expose yourself to the world, to the world society, you scrape, you level, you get what I'm saying? You ain't all set, and you go in there, and people are doing this and doing that, and they knocking you all set, your spirit here, you just, you, you, you all kind of, you all over the place. And then when you get home, you all miscombobulated and everything, and you know, you just, you ain't flowing right. Okay, that's what I mean by setting, you know, if you get yourself situated and set right, the things that will come at you at in that day, in that course of the day, it's not going to bother you. 
You know what I'm saying? You'll be able to deal with a lot better. You'll be, you know, you'll be like, yeah, that ain't, that's not happening today. Not going to get me today. You know, we, a lot of us use this, this saying that not today, Satan. You know, we use that saying, but my brothers and sisters, it's true. It really is true because Satan does not give up his attack on us. He does not give up his attack on us. And, and let me explain something to you. He will come at you the hardest when you think that he ain't. That's when he will come at you the hardest. <coughs> My God. When your God is down and you thinking, oh, everything good. He, you know, he ain't, he ain't bothering me. That's when he's going to come at you the hardest. That's when he's scheming, looking and lurking, trying to find a way how to come at you. You see what I'm saying? And that's when he's going to come at you. When he think your God is down. You know, when your mind, when you set, when, you, when you're not in that flowing of the spirit. And that of discerning so you can see and hear and know everything. That's when he's coming at you. He's going to catch you when you're off guard. Offset, off center. You get what I'm saying? That's when he's coming at you. That's one of the times he come at you. It ain't the only time. It's one of the times that he, come, he really coming at you. Okay, so when things are going well, yeah, I'm not telling you don't praise God, don't give God thanks, don't give God, you know, don't show gratitude. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, yeah, with abundance, do that. With abundance. You know, just as in times of, 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 of lowness, when things are not going well, you know, you still give thanks, you still praise God. You know, you still enter his course with thanksgiving, you still enter the gates with praise, you're still showing gratitude unto that of the Heavenly Father. You are doing, you're crying out, you doing, you still do those things. But you even do it even the more when things are going well, when things, when breakthrough come forth, when blessings are overflowing, shout on upon you like the lather and rain, you still do those things. Fortify yourself, strengthen yourself, and put on the armor of God at all times through every situation and circumstances. Building up. Because why? The devil is always around lurking, seeking for a way that he can get at you. And he don't care if you got a pity party going on. He doesn't care if all wonderful things have happened. He coming at you. Period. Period. Okay, so just because it seems like you haven't been attacked by anything, it doesn't mean that you're not going to get attacked. Oh, I'm out of the woods now. You know, hey, I'm out of the dark valley now. Devil not going to mess with me no more. Not. <laughs> That's you. You you wrong. <laughs> you are so truly wrong about that, because guess what? That's when he's going to probably come at you the most. So what I'm saying to you, my brothers and sisters. Know your calling so that you can get in the proper lane so that you can be uh, ministering over the proper ministerial territory. Because we're all assigned a territory. We're all given assignments. It's not We're not all going to be measuring up to what we see in the church. You know, we see the, 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 the preachers, and we see the pastors, we see the deacons, we see the apostles and the, and, and the bishops. And, you know, we think, oh, that that is a calling. It is. But we're not all going to be on that level of calling unto that of the kingdom of God. Some of us are called to serve in the, in the, in the church. We might be janitors. We might be choir. Uh, 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 <clears throat> excuse me. We might be choir members. We we might be ushers. We might be the ones who serve food. You know, doing certain uh, services. 
Amen. But we're all called. We all have an assignment. We're all called. And guess what? You can have more than one thing going on in, in, within the church. You may be part of a ministry, but God has called you to do something else. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with serving on a ministry within a church and then, you know, doing what else God has laid upon your heart to do. You just got to be mindful that it's not conflicting and not causing what you're doing in, in, in the church to, to put a damper or to put a hindrance or, 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 or that is overshadowing, you know, what you're doing there in the church. And if you feel that it is, that's when you need to talk with your man or woman of God. And, you know, you need to, you know, let them know that, hey, you know, God has, you know, has put something on my heart and I want to take the time to step down and pursue that. You know, or you just let them know, say, hey, you know, I've been praying about it so I can make sure that this is where I need to be doing. And but I just want to let you know about it. <coughs> Excuse me. But I will tell you, man and woman of God. Whatever God has laid on your heart, you know, and, 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 and some of us, we're walking around with visions. We're walking around with 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 with. With words of prophecy that have been prophesied unto us. And we're walking around with these things. We may have written them down or we, or we have them in our memory. And we're walking around with these things, but we have not acted upon them. Okay? You know, we just take it as, you know, somebody prophesies that this, you know, that and that is going to be whatever. But what have you done? What have you taken action on? You see, sometimes when things are released unto you, uh, from God through someone else or in that of a dream or vision sometimes we just look at it and say oh you know I had a vision girl last night and such and such and such and such and such okay you had a vision last night or you had a vision last week what are you doing about it what moves what action have you taken to begin to do your part of that process have you prayed on it Okay, that's one action, right? That, to pray on it and ask God to show you, okay, is there something I should be doing associated with this vision that I had or associated with this prophecy that someone prophesied to me uh, in this service that I went to the other night? Put this thing before God and as you put it before God, God's going to guide you. He's going to show you. He's... He, I understand that in this day and age, sometimes it's a little bit difficult for us to step out there about some things. Um, and, and especially when it comes to businesses, because we have seen so many businesses, how they've failed. And then also, especially these past two years with what has been going on with this, uh, this COVID or whatever you want to call this. Um, I, I get it. Some people are a little bit kind of uh, scarce. You know, they're kind of scared. A little nervous about doing stuff. Some people just went ahead and stepped out there. There's, I I I want to say this right here in a statistic uh, that I heard about. I don't remember the exact uh, phrasing or wording that was used, but from what I got of this, what was said, more people in the last two years have started businesses than in the last five years. More people in that little short of a time that the pandemic, that lockdown happened, more people have started businesses 
than in the last five years, last three or so years. There's been an influx of small businesses starting. Now, why do you think that is? People begin all of a sudden start acting upon the vision. They begin all of a sudden start acting upon what was laid upon their heart, what they sense in their spirit to do. Because one, they probably said, oh, you know, hey, things are going to change. You know, this probably is the best time for me to do what I'm going to do. You know, this nine to five, it looks like these companies might not be, you know, calling me back. Uh, so I got to do something. I got to feed my family. And, you know, and this, this is probably going to be the best time for me to start. And a lot of people, you know, act, you know, acted upon because of the stimulus money that was made available. Some people took that opportunity to take that money. And, you know, it might have been a financial issue for them that, hey, I can't get started because I don't have the actual funds. So they probably took that money and started a business. I don't know, a lot of people did. Okay. Um, but my whole point of what I'm saying is that don't be stagnant. Okay. Men and women of God, don't be stagnant. And then also you say, well, Brother Tim, I already have a business or I've already started ministry or I already have a ministry. Uh, then I'm going to say to you, Continue in what you're doing. Strengthen yourself in what you're doing. Uh, keep yourself open and keep yourself, you know, uh, in a strong relationship with prayer with God so that you'll know what to do moving forward. Um, and always revisit the reason why you started doing what you did. The reason why God laid that upon your heart to do. And stay to the meat and bones of that. And, and make sure that you're staying focused on doing those things. And you're going to prosper. Um, and that's where I have been. I have I have went to God and I've asked God, is this what I really need to be doing? Is this what I'm you know, doing? And I, I will tell you this, I cannot get it out of my head. And I don't care how hard I try to say, well, no, this is probably not what I'm supposed to be doing. No, God, you know, I just go ahead and let me know. I'll be okay. I'll, you, know, I'll, you know, I'll be all right if it's not what I'm supposed to. It just won't leave me alone. It's on my heart. It's like, when things don't go or when it seems like, okay, I'm trying to work this out and it's like, oh man, this ain't work. It bothers me because I'm like, no, I know this is what is supposed to be done. I just got to just take time, pay attention, and then it, I'll see how it's supposed to get done. So you're going to have moments where you're gonna, God is wanting you to do. You're going to have those moments. You're going to have those, those moments where things are going to be laid upon your heart. You're going to be like, is this really what God is wanting me to do? You know, you're going to have those moments. Did God really lay this on my heart? Is he really commanding my spirit to do this? Is this really what that prophet, that, that prophet meant? Those words of prophet, you know, uh, prophesizing to me, is that really what it meant? Is this really what this vision really was? You know, so that's why I say, that's why I say going back now, what I said earlier about, you know, when you receive that vision or when you receive that prophecy to you, that first day you pray. The first day you pray about it, you write down what was showed to you or what was prophesied to write it down as much as you can remember. Write it down. OK, date, time, all this stuff. You have to write it down. And like I said, you pray about it later that day. You pray about it and then you just leave that alone. Don't mess with it no more. Don't let it. Don't just leave it alone. The next morning you pray again. Then that's when you begin the process. You know, if it's a business God showed to you and you look at that and you say, where does that line up? With what I'm already doing. What are you already doing? You know, do you already had a business idea? And God basically what he probably was showing you. Yeah, let us just let us begin to take it seriously what God shows us. Um, take it seriously because God is showing you a lot of things that he is wanting 
you to begin to do or continue doing. Um, and like I said, I've had my moments where I've, you know, I, I have, I, I've, I've, you know, I have brought it up in prayer as whether or not, okay, is this what I need to be doing? Is this what you want me to do? Is this right? Is that right? Uh, I've done it. And I'm telling you, I've done it, uh, concerning what I'm doing right now here, you know, doing this podcast. And I'm going to tell you, it's so hard sometimes. It, it's heavy on me. I'm not going to say it hard, but it's heavy on me sometimes. So much to the point that where if I'm able to post, if I'm unable to post content, it bothers me. I mean, really down in my spirit bothers me. You know, and I feel like I'm failing. I feel, I feel like, no, this is not, no, this has got to get out. This has got to get out. And it's heavy on my heart until I actually get it posted. And once I get it, once I'm able to get it posted, and you know, and then then I'm, I, I feel that sense of re, of release. I feel that sense of lifting off my spirit. Um, and that's one way how I know that this is this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, and it's challenging at times. I'm not gonna lie to you. You know, for those who who, who deal with a lot of technical things, you know, you understand. There's a lot of technical issues and errors that can go wrong when you're dealing with technology, you know, and doing, you know, with platforms and everything. You don't, you know, that you don't really have that control over the technical side of it. Things can go wrong. You know, things can go wrong. So. It's challenging. But I'm going to tell you, my brothers and sisters, don't look at those things. You know, when you when when you when you have that vision to do something, when that calling comes on you, when you realize that you have a calling on your life, when you realize you are elected to do something for the kingdom of God, don't be in fear. Don't don't be nervous about all these other what if this that what if this shoulda coulda woulda could all that stuff. Don't 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 do it to yourself. Stay focused on what it is God is showing you. And what he has bestowed unto you. Because he has bestowed unto you a gift. And with that gift comes authority. He's giving you power and authority in order to assert that gift. And that gift is going to help you carry out your assignment. Okay. And it's with all that that you're going to be able to complete your assignment. Thus fulfilling the purpose of your life. Okay. So yeah, you're going to have some problems. It's like... It's just like it says in the word of God, where Christ said, you, you, there are going to be some trial and tribulation, but fear not, be not, be this, be not dismayed in your heart for I have overcome the world. I have already conquered the world. So he's telling you, don't, don't worry. Don't be afraid of these things that, that will happen. He's telling you, there's going to be some stuff that's going to happen. There's going to be some things that's going to come upon you. There's going to be some situations you're going to face. There's going to be some challenges, but he's telling you have heart. Don't worry about that. I have overcome the world. So meaning, in other words, he's saying, I've overcome those things. You're going to, I got you. You're going to make it through. You know, you may have to go through some hard times, but those hard times are not going to take you out because he's going to give you what you need in order to endure those hard times. You get what I'm saying? And there's a lot of times that's strength, focus, okay, and peace. And knowing that you're in the comfort in the comfortness of God's refuge, those things will help you make it through those hard times. And then with guidance, 
and understanding he's going to give you the knowledge that you need to be able to use to get what you need to get to help you make it through. So it's not always about him removing the hardness off you. A lot of times it's about him giving you and equipping you with what you need so that you'll have what you need to make it through those hearts. For although I walk through the valley of death, I shall feel no evil. For thy rod and thy staff is with me. So, my brothers and sisters, don't be afraid. Don't be in fear of what is put before you through that vision that God has revealed unto you to do something. Don't be afraid. Okay? Take that thing, hold it, embrace it, learn about it, pray God and ask God for guidance. Uh, you know, seek to be in his counseling all the time in the presence of his counseling all the time so that you can learn so that you can begin to grow and you will be as one with that which he has revealed with you. And then you'll be able to move forth and you'll prosper. And as long as you keep it real, keep it in that of the originalness of what he has he's given you the vision of. If he showed you to do business this way, do business that way and watch it prosper. Don't deviate from that. Watch it prosper. Watch it prosper. Amen. Same thing with ministry is he say, okay, I want you. This is your ministerial territory. This is a ministry ministry that you're gonna you're gonna start. You you know you're gonna have a ministry ministering to uh, the homeless. And a lot of people be like, man, ministering to the homeless, man. They're not gonna pay attention to want to go to God and receiving God. They're gonna take your your pamphlets or your information there. You'll see them scattered all over the place. That that doesn't doesn't matter. Oh, see, all that does not matter. Focus on what God is telling you to do and do it. Okay? Don't worry about, okay, yeah, you may see, you know, you may give out 50 pamphlets that day. And you may see half of them scattered all over the, you know, the grounds when you come back and walk through. Don't, listen, don't get frustrated. Don't be like, man, that's a waste. Of the it, yeah, it, it may be a waste. But, listen, guess what? The message is going to get out and it's going to touch, you know, the, the, the spirit of God is going to touch somebody's heart and they're going to hold on to that pamphlet or they might see it and they're going to pick it up. So <laughs> hold on to your faith. Do not be one of those where God said, oh, thee of little faith. Do, do, don't do that. OK, hold on to your faith. It's going to work out. OK, it's going to work out. Um, and, and, and although it may not work out in a way that you would desire or the way that you've seen it, you know, you say, oh man, I, I, I visioned that happening differently in my mind. You know, we all have those moments where things take place and we be like, oh man, wait a minute. I visioned that going a different way. <laughs> but when you sit back and you look at it, you be like, oh, this is better. So, you know, God not only will bless us, sometimes he blesses us with something better than what we envision, what we, you know, what we desire. Oh, my God. Mm, 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 mm. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your blessings. I thank you for your gifts that are bestowed unto us to help us to complete, and not just carry out the assignments, but complete the assignments that are, that are given unto us for that of your kingdom, your heavenly kingdom. I thank you that we have not just power, but authority over these gifts to function, to operate in the way that we need to so that we can complete 
our assignment. And I thank you, Father God, for that of your knowledge, your wisdom, that is also granted unto us, that is also there available for us. And I thank you for the opportunity of being able to come into that of your presence, to be in the counseling of that of your wisdom, so that we can be guided, so that we can have understanding that will help us better to be able to deal with the things that are coming forth, have an understanding so that we can make the right decisions, righteous decisions. Heavenly Father, I am humbled and honored that you see me worthy to take on an assignment for your kingdom. And I thank you for that which you have bestowed unto me and that are the gifts and tools needed to carry out this assignment. I thank you that I further receive knowledge and guidance. I thank you also that you are not just showing these things and releasing these things unto me, but that you're blessing me with my desires as well. Thank you, Father, that I'm able to touch so many lives and see the change taking place in so many lives. Thank you. Heavenly Father, I pray for my brothers and sisters to be able to experience the same thing. I pray for them to be willingly open to that which has been bestowed unto them. Not to be afraid. Not to be scared. Not to have a doubtfulness in that of their minds. Nor fearness in that of their hearts. We are wonderfully, fearfully made. And that there's nothing that we cannot accomplish. We allow ourselves to flow and that of the Spirit of our Heavenly Father. Oh, God, I thank you for the many doors that are opening up. And I thank you for the many doors that are closing. Oh, my God, thank you, Jesus. Heavenly Father, I pray for my brothers and sisters that as we come together, that as we begin to fellowship and that we're sharing with one another, freely and openly with confidence without any fear without any concern of anyone turning on us or using what we say against us but that we're sharing with confidence we're fellowshipping with confidence we're fellowshipping with love and, and, and no regrets this is what I pray and this oh heavenly father is what I am thankful unto you for I enter your courts with thanksgiving I enter your gates with praise. I bow down humbly and with meekness, with gratitude unto you, my Heavenly Father, for all that has been bestowed, for all that is at my disposal, for all that has been blessed unto that of my brothers and sisters in Christ. I thank you, Father, for this ministry and this podcast, the daily devotionals, and I also thank you for everything that has been opened up unto me, that has been granted unto me, and laying the foundation for this prophet, this non-prophet. And I thank you, Father, for that which is granted unto that of my brothers and sisters to be able to do the same concerning that which you have laid upon their heart and is commanding of their spirits to do. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Knowing that it is done, I am thankful, Father God. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Blessed thee, O Heavenly Father. Blessed thee, O Heavenly Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Confirming one's calling and election.
His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Through these, he has given us his very great and precious promises so that through them you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness, and to godliness mutual affection, and to mutual affection love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measures, in increasing measures, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their past sins. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, make every effort to confirm your calling and election. For if you do these things, you will never stumble, and you will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, my brothers and sisters, I know that was kind of vague on speaking on about uh, callings and elections, but basically what is being said here uh, by Peter is that Hold fast to what has been laid upon your heart and commanded of your spirit concerning the kingdom. Steadfast, stand fast, steadfast. And do with self-control and with wholeness and humility. It, it, it says right here, it says, it says, for this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge and to knowledge self-control and to self-control perseverance and to perseverance godliness and to godliness mutual affection and to mutual affection love now let's go back before then it says through these he has given us his very great and precious promises so that through them you may participate in the divine nature having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. For this is a very reason. Make every effort to add to your faith. Goodness. And then it goes on to talk about what I just mentioned. My brothers and sisters. I know it's challenging. Okay. I, I do not sit here and read. This content of scriptures to you. And think that everything is all hokey dokey. That you know. Hey you know it's all good and glorious. You know, it's wonderful and, you know, we, we walking on a bed of roses with no thorns and all this kind of stuff like that. No, I'm very much aware that, you know, everybody's got some life issues going on. Everybody is, is in the midst of situations. Everybody got some circumstances that I'm came forth that produce some situations. And, you know, we're all affected directly or indirectly. And 
we're all facing some things. We're all, you know, got some challenging issues taking place in our lives. We're going through. But see, the word says that we're not alone. And that's true because if you really pay attention, the people that you talk to, they're going to tell you that, hey, you know, they got this going on, that going on, or this situation happened or that came up. It's in accordance to the word. The word even says that there are others, your other, you know, your brothers and sisters in the body of Christ are suffering just like you're suffering. So you're not alone. Do not think that you are alone in that of your suffering. You know what I'm saying? Do not think, oh, war is me. You know, I got, why do I have all these issues? Nobody else is going through anything. Wrong. And <laughs> because they are. Now, you may not physically see it. Okay. Because, you know, you go to church and you sit and you see, oh, so-and-so, you know, the Johnsons, you know, they seem to have it going on. You know, they seem to be happy all the time. They, they're smiling and they always coloring and, you know, they always smile at each other and patting each other. And, you know, in church service and, you know, and you see them, they rocking together and, uh, you know, they praising God together. But, bro, when they get home, all hell probably breaks loose. You don't know. Okay, and, and what they're doing is probably praising God that they're able to still stay together and make it through. You know, don't don't. You know, there's this saying, and it still stands true today in some cases. Don't judge a book by its cover, and that can go two ways. That you know, you know, you you think that things are bad, but then all again, that person can be a good person, and then also that's the flip. Just because you see bad, you see you see goodness, there could be some badness, or just because it look like they got it all going on, they up under the the the, the covers, up under the scenes behind that, things could be falling apart. But what they're presenting to you is that everything is all together. So don't judge a book by its cover. In other words, don't, don't, yeah, I mean, we shouldn't judge people anyway, but don't, don't take so much into that situation to say that, oh, they got it all going together. Why well, I don't have it all going together. No, you're not 100% sure that they got it all together. And even if you may know for sure that some things have come together for them and that, you know, they, they you know, they seem to have a blessed life. My brother and sister, you don't know what's going on behind their doors. Truthfully, you don't know. You, you may not even, even though you may know them, they may be friends. Y'all have fellowship and you broke bread together and you went and, you know, shared, you know, your children's birthday party and all this kind of stuff like that. Uh, they could have been best man or a uh, bridesmaid or whatever. But still, you're not in their bedroom at night. You're not behind their walls when ain't nobody there. So you truly do not know. If they're in, if they're going through or not, they may just have that life together with God, that relationship with God, where they are praising God, they're holding it together because they know God got them. So what they show to you is showing you that hey, look, we're gonna keep this together regardless. We're gonna show you know happiness. We're gonna praise God. We're gonna jump up and down. We're gonna this and that. We're going to have a smile on our face. Why are we able to have a smile on our face? Because we know God got us. He got us. Even when it don't seem like it, he got us still. So I'm telling you, my brothers and sisters. <laughs> I'm telling you, my brothers and sisters. Oh, my God, Thank you, thank you, Jesus.
what I'm trying to get you to see, my brothers and sisters. We're all called. Okay. And then once you see that, we all have a calling on our lives. And see, don't get caught up because oh, your calling is not called to uh, minister the word as far as like being a, 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 a preacher or a pastor or, or you know, a, a bishop or an apostle. There's other ways to serve the kingdom. There's different levels and position in the body of Christ that you will be serving. Okay? And in different ways, but you still would have be ministering you still will have a ministerial territory okay and your ministerial territory is not going to necessarily be that that is teaching or bringing forth the word of God to that of a, a, a body of people so that's something that we need to be aware of that's something that we need to have an understanding of um and then when we have that understanding, then you know we we can we we can transition we can transition through some things a lot better. I guess would be the, probably the best way to say that. So right now, my brothers and sisters, you know I speak on about uh, callings and, and elections, and I know I gave you some scriptures and and like I said in the beginning, it's gonna not touch that much on it, uh, as you have heard as I read through, it didn't touch that much on about calling. Uh, in, in elections, but basically what it has given you is it's telling you to have these things. You know, you you have an understanding, you, you will receive that you have a calling on your life. Okay, now that you receive that you have a calling on your life, okay, walk this way, receive it, and, 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 and have these things, you know, because see, it... My God, let me start over and read here. It says, His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life. Through our knowledge of Him, through our knowledge of Him, who called us by His own glory and goodness. Through these, He has given us His very great and precious promises, so that through them you may participate in the divine nature having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. Now, let me start right there. Being a child of God, you have been blessed to escape, as it says here, the evil desires and that of the world. Now, thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. Okay, now let me go on here. For this very reason, make every effort. Now it's telling you, for this reason that you have been saved from this corruption, they're telling you to make every effort to add to your faith, add to your already existing faith, okay, goodness, and to that goodness add knowledge, knowledge is important, and to that knowledge add self-control. Now, if you have knowledge, but you have no self-control of that knowledge, guess what? Then you're going to wind up finding yourself being a part of that corruption in that world with evil desires. <laughs> okay, so that's why I said knowledge, you know, uh, 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 and to knowledge, self-control. 
So with knowledge, add self-control. Have some self-control with that knowledge so you can utilize that knowledge in the right way. Amen? And then unto self-control, perseverance. And unto perseverance, godliness. And to godliness, mutual affection. And to mutual affection, love. Now, you may ask, why is it that love is always coming in on the end? Why is love always a caboose in everything? Because if you go back into the word, you'll see where it says love when it talks about faith, uh, hope, and all that. saying the last but the least is love. Love ties it all together. Love's bring everything together in a nice little neat little boat. Okay? And love conquers everything. Amen? It conquers everything. So that's why it says love. It says for you possess. It says if you possess these qualities. In increasing measure. Meaning that they're so. You, 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 these levels of these qualities are so high in you. <laughs> they will keep you from being ineffective. Meaning that you won't, you won't be stagnant. And unproductive. Same thing. Won't be stagnant. In your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So meaning that you will have knowledge and continue to grab, grab knowledge and grasp knowledge and walk in knowledge and perform knowledge and speak knowledge. You won't be stagnant. My brothers and sisters, I know I went from talking about business to talking about calling this place on your life and the election and the battle of callings and everything like that. But it's all tied together. I am speaking to you one thing and one thing truthfully. God lays a vision on your heart. He touches you on your heart and he's commanding you in your spirit. Okay. Because when you receive a vision, most likely he's already done spoke something on your heart. He's already planted a seed. You know what I'm saying? And that's why you hear people say, man, this has been so dear on my heart. It's been, it, it's been, and what they mean by that is that this has been so heavy on me that it, it just, it's, it's heavy on my heart. It's got my heart. It's got me, you know, it's got me mourning in my heart when I see this happen or that happen or knowing that this is not going right. And, and with me, that's how it is. When I see homelessness, when, when, when I see children that are not getting what they need to get, it, it, it weighs heavy on my heart. And then knowing when I'm not in a position, even with my own kids, now hear me now when I say this, because I know some people are going to go there. Even with my own children, when I know within myself that I'm unable to equip them with what they need, it's heavy on my heart. You feel what I'm saying? And I'm not one of those people who be like, oh, whatever, hell, I don't care. You know, I, I got what I need. No. I'm not one of those people. You know, when, even when I am unable to provide unto that of my own children. You feel what I'm saying? When I'm unable to be there to assist them in a way that they need to be assisted. At that moment, it bothers me. And I mean, it bothers me. So I get what it says, you know, that God, God, God has laid things on your heart. And when people say, man, this has been so heavy on my heart. And I am just overfilled with joy right now to have the opportunity to be able to do something about it. 
And that's how I feel about homelessness. That's how I feel about this nonprofit that I'm, I'm, I'm getting together. I, I feel, you know, when, when certain things have started taking place, <laughs> my son, I asked my son a question about, about credit, about business credit. I said, you know, is it too early for me to start, you know, trying to get business credit in the building. He said, no, no, you want to start as early as you possibly can to start building up business credit because it's going to help you. He said, even in what you're doing, you know, he's with the nonprofit. He said, you still want to start, you know, doing little things. He said, if you can get business credit, get it. He said, because it's going to help you. He said, and you can start. He said, it's never too early or too late to start establishing business credit. And I was like, okay. So I did. I reached out to a couple of things and I, I wound up getting business credit for the nonprofit. <laughs> and what got me so about that is because we're not even fully up and running yet. Okay? Because, you know, in my mindset, I was thinking, okay, you know, nonprofit things probably a little different than it is with normal businesses. <clears throat> Which it is a little bit. Um, so, you know, probably going for credit right now is probably not going to, you know, I'm probably not, you know, and I had heard stories about, you know, personal grant guarantors and, you know, you got to wind up being a personal guarantor and if your credit is not that, and hey, I have been blessed for my credit to be good. And I, it's, it's been a work in progress in this past year. I, 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 you know, I put it to a task. That was one of my goals last year. I meet that goal. Not only did I meet it, but I succeeded. I over, I, mm, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I over succeeded that goal. You know, so not only did I meet it, accomplish it, but I went beyond it. And, and, and then now here today, I, I, I've gone beyond it again here in just the last part of, in just the last, you know, half part of this year here. And I'm, I'm so grateful, you know, that I went ahead and act upon what was on my heart to do. And by doing that, <laughs> you know, I look and see what I've been able to accomplish. Not only do I have credit set up for myself personally, and, you know, able to establish, in, in, you know, uh, accounts and everything like that. But I'm also able to do that with the business, with the nonprofit. So, I, I share that with you, my brothers and sisters, so that you can see that even if you, you, you look at yourself and say, well, hey, I'm nobody. And, and I, you know, I look at myself like that, too. I'm just a, I'm, you know, I'm just a, a regular guy. You know, I'm just a regular man, you know, just... You know, I'm unique in my own way. You know, I'm unique in that what God has created me, different from any other man. But, you know, what I'm saying is that I'm not no great figure in that of the kingdom of God. You know, I'm not no 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 great pastor, you know, well known prophet or or or, or evangelist or 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 uh bishop or apostle, nothing like that. You know, I don't have a congregation of a thousand, of five thousand, or ten or thirty. You know, I don't have that. I don't have a following of, of a 500 or 1,000 or 5,000. You know, my social media ain't overrunning with those kind of followers. But guess what? The word is still getting out. <laughs> and although I may not see the numbers behind the scene, those numbers are bigger than what I'm seeing. I know they are because I've been given evidence that they are. I've had people share with me, say, well, you know, hey, man, I've taken your devotionals and, you know, I've shared, you know, with my friends, you know, like, you know, 10 and 15 and 20 people, I pass it out and, you know, and they be sharing it with. 
I've had people tell me that. I've had people text me and tell me that. And I'm not tooting my horn. I'm not boasting of myself because if I'm going to boast, I'm going to boast of that of the Lord because he has been good to me. Even in all my transgressions, even in all things that I have, that have had happen, God is good to me. He is being good to me. So I'm telling you, my brothers and sisters, if you have been blessed to have a vision shown to you for that of the kingdom of God, whether it be in a, a business or whether it be a ministry, don't sit back and know that thing. Don't. Don't sit back and wait and say, okay, well, I'm going to see what happens. No. Because <laughs> guess what's going to happen? Nothing. Because you're not taking no initiative to do anything. It's not all on God. You still got to do your part. That's what anything. There's a process. And in that process, you got a part in it. You got to do something. Sometimes it may be hardly nothing. Sometimes it might not even be anything. Other than you actually praying. Or initiating. And then that's it. You know, somebody might say, hey, man, you know, you can get this right here, funding. You know, all you got to do is go down and fill an application. If you don't go down and fill that application, but then you waiting on tomorrow when, you know, they said I can get this funding. Okay, what you got to do to get it? Oh, they told me I got to go down and fill that application. Okay, have you done it? Man, I ain't get you know, but they said I can get no. There is no day said nothing. That doesn't, you, you can forget that. Because unless you went down there in person, filled out whatever paperwork you need to fill out, submit whatever forms of documents you need to f submit, Bro, you can't say nothing about what they said I'm going to get. Because <laughs> you haven't initiated your part yet. You haven't done your part in the process. It's the same thing with a vision that God has bestowed upon you or laid upon your heart to do. <coughs> Excuse me. And if he's commanding your spirit until you respond, it's nothing. Until you respond, it is nothing. You have to respond with your part. And when you respond with your part, then okay, now it becomes something. You get what I'm saying? Until then, it's just a vision. My God. Mm, 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 mm. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Brothers and sisters, I, you know, it's coming to that time. It's coming to that time. It's coming to that time. Mm-hmm. But I tell you, this message uh, has brought some memories back uh, of some things uh, in the past where uh, I did share with some people about business and about, you know, the steps taken to go get business licenses and everything. Uh, it's bringing that back to me. And I got to be honest with you, uh, each and every week I pray and I pray that I will have an open heart and open mind to be receiving of what God desires me to speak. Now, I have my notes and I have content, you know, uh, scriptures and everything like that. And I pretty much just allow God to just touch my heart and, and speak whatever it is that he desired me to speak. And I'm going to tell you right now, I had no clue that I was going to start talking about business. I had no clue that, I, you know, that there was going to be some kind of association uh uh, brought forth with that in uh, callings and elections. I had no, trust me, I, none. Um, 
but it does all tie together. Okay, you know, we don't think like that. You know, we think that calling, and I'm going to tell you, I did, I thought like that for a while too, until I started getting into the church and getting into serving on ministries and becoming a, a you know, a leader in ministry and stuff like that. And, and started really having an understanding about callings. And, you know, but until then, I always thought when somebody said, you know, yeah, man, you know, they got a calling online. I always thought that that meant that they was called to be a pastor or called to be a preacher or a bishop or something like that. But no, you can have a calling on your life and it does not necessarily mean that you have that high of a position in that of the body of Christ. You know, when God lays a vision upon you, he lays something on your heart, that's a calling. Because he's calling you to do this for the kingdom of God, for his kingdom. So let us stop having small mind thoughts that we cannot have a calling place on our lives because my brothers and sisters we all have callings we just may not be called to a high position such as we see some men and women of god you know becoming pastors and bishops and, uh, and apostles but that doesn't make us any less valuable in the kingdom of god okay and i say that with much respect to those who are in those positions um <laughs> We got to understand that God has given us what we need. It says right here, his divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. So let us have an understanding of this. Okay, my brothers and sisters. my brothers and sisters that indication was letting me know that i have reached that moment in the show where it's time for the spiritual food for thought um our spiritual food for thought for this week is his divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness once again spiritual food for thought for this week his divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Man. That's spiritual food for thought, people. Amen. Think on that. Think on that. And with that, uh, let me give you this. Some and all parts quoted from this week's message it's quoted from 2 Peter 1, 3 through 11 in the NIV. <coughs> Excuse me. Once again, some or all parts of this week's message is quoted from 2 Peter 1, 3 through 11 in the NIV. For more encouragement throughout the rest of the week, you can go over to Facebook and you will see us there as Encouragement Daily Blog. Uh, also on IG as Encouragement Daily Blogs, Encouragement Daily's blog, and then on Twitter as Encouragement Daily Blog, uh, Timber as the same thing, Encouragement Daily Blog, and right here on this blessful platform, which brings forth the podcast, Encouragement Daily Podcast Show, is Anchor.fm, and we are there as Encouragement Daily 
Podcast. Once again, that's anchor.fm, Encouragement Daily Podcast. So go over on the Anchor, you know, look for us over there. Go ahead and, you know, subscribe, do whatever, you know, you know, everything that it is needed to do uh, so that you can begin to receive the notifications of new episodes coming forth. And I tell you, my brothers and sisters, it is totally worth it. Okay, it's absolutely free to sign up and do whatever you need to do uh, to get, you know, uh, access. Uh, Totally free. You ain't got to pay nothing. You know, it's totally free. Okay, and it's seamless. It it takes like no time, uh, you know, for you to do that. So go on to Anchor, anchor anchor.fm, and look for us there as Encouragement Daily Podcast. And I tell you, you will be so blessed that you've done so. You will be so blessed that you have done so. And, you know, and in doing that, share it. You know, go ahead and share it. Share with everyone else uh, the blessedness that you have found. Uh, the encouragement that comes forth from that of God's word. And, you know, have an open mind and open heart in receiving these messages. Because I know it's not your typical encouragement. You know, it's not the typical encouragement that you would get out there in the world. Uh, this is strong structural guidance, encouraging, motivating, restrengthening, and knowledgeable wisdom type of encouragement. And, and you're not going to get that in the world. Okay? And that's what makes it so unique. You know? Uh, and that's what set it apart from that of worldly encouragement. So, my brothers and sisters, receive. <laughs> Amen? Receive and share what you are receiving and be blessed. Alrighty? Be blessed. And so I am very grateful for the time that you allow to be received of this message each and every week. I am thankful unto you for that of your prayers that you uh, petition forth uh, on on my behalf, on the behalf of this show. I thank you very much for those prayers and I thank you very much uh, for your time. Uh, and I also will say this, if you desire to reach out to me, you can do so via email. And that email is encouragementdailyblog at gmail.com. That's encouragementdailyblog at gmail.com. And when reaching out to me, of course, you know, include what the title, you know, in the title, you know, the reasoning for. Uh, and there's only two things that I, I will say and I ask of you is that one, in the content that you send. Please keep it, keep it godly, you know, keep it godly, keep it pertaining to, you know, what is of the show or keep it pertaining to the things of faith, hope, um, encouragement and, and, and wisdom. Keep it pertaining to those things, please. Um, because if not, I, I definitely will destroy that email. I will block you. Okay. Uh, second of all, I ask that if you're sending me anything that requires me to respond back to you. Uh, that is time, you know, stamp, you know, um, for me to respond uh, to you as far as like, and you're, you know, you're inviting me to an event or you're making me aware of an event, but you need me to respond back to you in, in some kind of way. Please be patient. Um, if I don't respond back to you in a couple of hours or even in a couple of days, be patient. Uh, I would say give it about three days. And if I haven't responded back to you. Uh, send me a kindly reminder and you know I will, I will get, get with you um, 
I say this because I have more than one email account, and at this current time, I am the only one that is checking these emails. And not just so much because uh, not having the staff at this moment to do it, uh, but also because I know that sometimes people are wanting to send me some things that are a little bit kind of personal, and they don't want anyone else to to read it. Because um, you may have a testimony that you want to share, but you only want to share it with me. And, you know, you're, you're worried of someone else reading where well, I can guarantee you that I am the only one that sees the emails. So that's why I say if it's something you want to share, you know, you know, from that of your journey, you know, your testimony, uh, but you're not quite comfortable of thinking that somebody else might read, that nobody else is going to see it. It's just going to be me and God. Okay. And I would definitely keep it to myself. Alrighty. So with that being said, thank you, my brothers and sisters, for your time that you've given to be received of this week's show. I thank you for the blessful, blessful, blessful prayers that you send forth on my behalf. And as my time is winding down, I will say to you, God bless you. I want you to keep your heads up. I want you to take time each and every day to work on what God has laid upon your heart. Take five minutes out of your day to work on that of your business or your ministry in that process of laying the foundation for those things to come forth amen so that way you don't overwhelm yourself all right so until next time may you continue to have a blessed day may the rest of your week be more the same in that of the lord that you will experience safetyness and that of the abundant anointing health of that of our Heavenly Father, our God. And until next time, be blessed, my brothers and sisters. Be blessed and at peace. <laughs>